What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I called the head of Payless. He don't even uh, make this conversation. I say that because... He got too many demons. He got too much shit going on with him. It's obvious. Like, why does he have so much going on? I've I've always been curious to know. Like, like I feel like he's had so much. Really, like he's been very lucky in a way point, that right? like he didn't have to be a child rapper. Like he got really lucky to have the right people behind him. I never really understood why he struggles so much. Like nigga, were you trying to struggle? I don't really, I don't, I never really understood him as he became an adult. I was a Bow Wow fan. I bought all his albums. I bought right. the deluxe edition with the bandana and shit. I was one of those girls. Yeah, I was little Bow Wow. You just don't know. That was me. I was one of those kids. I was one of those girls. And like, as an, as we got older, it was like, he was still cool. And then like, I feel like right around the time when he had his daughter, he became corny. No, he was corny way before then. He felt super corny then. He, he was real corny. The thing is, it's like his corniness has been televised. Mm. But the thing about him is that the biggest problem with him is that what people don't understand is that that nigga is a spoiled child star. That can go wrong in so many different ways. Like, he grew up in the limelight, right? Yeah. I mean, we've seen what happened to Gary Coleman. Lindsay Lohan. I mean, I'm saying, like, I look at Gary Coleman and I look at Emmanuel Lewis. It could go either way with, with being a child star. You know about Emmanuel Lewis, right? What happened to Emmanuel Has Lewis? Has a successful transportation business. Oh. Millionaire. Wow. Very short guy. Does his thing. Been living his life. You don't hear about him. You don't hear about him in Emmanuel any Emmanuel Lewis. He was Webster? Yeah, that's Webster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got Gary Coleman. We talk about Willis. Yeah, he's the one that was fighting people. He was fighting people. <laughs> That's not funny, but going it is. Going through different shit, drugs, all kinds of shit. Like they whole crew though was going. It's been going through shit. Yeah, you know. Then you got the brother. You know what I mean? You got Corey, Ty Bridges. Ty Bridges. Ty Bridges was drawing drugs real, real bad. The, the sister was the a sister porn star, right? Became a porn star and. Heroin addict, overdosed. I mean, it could go either way. Bow Wow has been pampered. Bow Wow don't probably know who really fuck with him and who don't. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at Ray J. Ray J, when he was in relationships, bitches used to pack condoms in his suitcases when that nigga was going out of town because they just knew he was going to fuck with other hoes. Bow Wow is no longer the Bow Wow he once was. So, I'm not going to say his potential is depleted, 
I just feel like he hasn't found the right female because all of the females that flock to him are flocking to him because they're looking at him as a, some sort of come up. Right. And at the end of the day, that guy has issues. He has major issues that he has to deal with within himself. So I don't even look at him as fake or regular potential. He just a fucking work in progress within himself. Mm. He shouldn't be with anybody. He should be by himself. He should be learning who the fuck Bow Wow is right now in this day and age. I mean, he could be, I mean, he's had some very successful ventures. He's done a lot of different things. I think he get fronted on a lot. You know what I mean? I, I fuck with Bow Wow on his contribution to music industry. I don't fuck with Bow Wow on the personal side because it's just weird. That whole situation. He seems is like weird. a good dad, though. Yeah. Yeah. So now, I props to that. I give him props on that too. But I just feel like that's a guy with a lot of demons. Mm. That's a guy with a lot of issues. So he's not potential or fake potential. He just he just got to deal with him. Now it's a lot of these other niggas out here. It's a lot of fake ass potential out here for real. Mm. Like it's heavy. Mm. These women too. It's mm. a lot of fake potential. Cause a lot of these motherfuckers is so. I mean it's. It's kind of a scary climate right now for the young dating pool that I'm looking at right now. And we're going to get into that in a second. So, welcome to another (laughs) of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Listen to us on... SoundCloud, Podcast Republic, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and am I missing one? I don't think so. I think you got them all. You got them all. Um, Make sure y'all hit us up with this episode. Oh, and y'all can hit us up on our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. Okay, so this episode, we are going to focus on false versus real potential. So what that means is we want to discuss what potential is, potential in various areas, and people using their time and energy on something that is real potential, or is it fake potential? Right. So, Um, what do you want to go with this? First of all, (laughs) I need a lot of you all to ask yourself that's listening to this podcast, this snippisode. I need you all to ask yourself, what does potential mean to you? That's the first question you got to ask. What does potential mean to you? What does your potential mate look like? And what is the potential for a successful relationship between you and whomever you're choosing right now? These are all of the things I need you to analyze either before, during, or after listening to this podcast, okay? We are coming, we're coming from an angle that's going to be kind of funny and silly, but very informative from our point of view. I'm not saying that I'm right or wrong about my thoughts and views. I'm just going to give you my examples and my experiences on this. All right. So let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Hmm. Well. Let's highlight what potential means. Let's start there. Yeah. So potential. I think that a lot of people think potential is that 
I put time into something, so there's potential that that what I want will happen. That that there's possibility. Here's my thing: it's possibility that anybody can hit the lotto. Right. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Um, when I think about potential, I think about ROI, return on investment. And anybody who does anything with business knows what the fuck a ROI is. And you don't spend your time and energy on something that you do not get an ROI return on investment. So potential is that you're going to get something back for the time and effort that you put in. So if you are, you're, before you even get there though, you gotta have a goal. So to get to potential, you need to have a goal and know that you can get somewhere towards that goal by doing something. So that is my definition of potential before we even dig deep. Okay. What do you think? And to remove the shallow shit, potential does not consist of snack or meal. Okay. Or or, or money. Like it's or not money. necessarily money. It could be time and effort. Like it's not time and money. effort. Time and listen, for my simps out there, just because you invested thousands of dollars into a possible mate, that do not mean that bitch has potential of being your mate. Okay? Think showering a person with things don't mean that that's going to be bad, okay? That just mean that you got something. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. If you feed a fucking stray cat, they're going to keep showing up to your door. That don't mean they like you. That don't mean they want to even be your companion. They just know they're going to get fed when they show up to that door, okay? So all of this, I, I, I used to hear it a lot, man. I took her out, took her to the mall. She met my mama. She met my daughter. Uh, I rubbed her feet when she come home from work. Did this, did that, ate the box, ate the butt, but did all this extra ass shit trying to secure a relationship when that relationship was solely based on what you can do for that person. Didn't mean that she really wanted you like that. It just meant that you were convenient. Now guess what? When that dude came home from prison, when that other motherfucker that she liked been paying her attention. When just somebody else that she fucked with from the past popped back up, she got little on you. You ain't see her no more. You was upset. You was calling. You was outside in the daytime with a fucking flashlight and you couldn't find her. And then all of a sudden, maybe a month or two later, she just popped back up again. Why? Because that last motherfucker that she was waiting on, he got tired of her ass. Because you've conditioned her to want things. He not really giving her nothing but probably some penis and some conversation. And that got tiresome, so she ran back to your ass. Now she's going to be double dutching. Now, that's kind of sort of a whole nother conversation. But it's all relative to our conversation on potential. Far as potential go, I'm going to tell you my take on potential. A female calls to make sure that you make it home after the date. There's some potential there. A female who returned text in under three minutes. <laughs> a female, because that's the other, I mean, in this technology wave, I'm, I'm still lost on fellas that say, man, she left me on red. Or man, I text her, it took her an hour or two to hit me back. Bruh, I don't know nobody that don't have their phone next to them. 
I don't know nobody that's not surgically. My, my engineer right now is on his phone. Everybody's attached to technology. And the, uh, the only time someone could get a pass is if they're at work. But even that don't count because... Depending on what you do. If you at work, you get breaks. You get bathroom breaks. You get lunch breaks. So... Depending on what you do. If you are in a... But either way, if you're in a position of importance, someone's going to make that time for you. That's where the potential come in when you see someone is just as invested into a situation that you are. That do not mean that that's going to work out to your benefit. That does not mean that, oh, man, she really liked me. No, she's still interviewing your ass as you are interviewing her. You're trying to see if there's any potential there. Because what happens is, is that we fall in love with potential sometimes instead of the person. Man, she got the potential to be this. If she just did this and she did that, I'm going to get her to do this. And she's going to be cool. And then my mama going to start liking her. And my sister going to get off my back about her. And, you know, my auntie going to stop saying little snide remarks about how she used to strip. She don't strip no more. She ain't did that shit in years. All that old shit. You know what I mean? Now, I've attacked my little ideology of potential. Can we get into some fake-ass potential now? So, for me, fake potential is although you are putting time and effort into something, you know that it's, it's you're basically putting it into a black hole. So, I'll give you an example. Fake potential is... <sighs> Sure, sitting on top on dock of the bay. But more specifically, an example would be, well, you know, I love him and he will eventually get a job and take care of us once I have our baby. To me, people will tell you that they're going to do something, but you're really rolling the dice hoping that something's going to happen that's just that's just an example because something's going to happen that you're hoping will force another action to happen so to me that's fake potential when you don't actually know that something will happen or even can happen you're just forcing something else or think that something's going to ha- happen because of something else does that make sense right okay <laughs> and you didn't have that keep a nigga kid keep a keep a nigga kid Keep a nigga kid. Keep a keep a nigga you're, kid. Because you're the fake potential is that you're you're assuming that they want to be something. In this in this instance, you're you're assuming that they're going to be a good dad. Right. But it, just because they have a baby doesn't mean they'll be a dad. They could very well be a sperm donor, which means that they could be this the dad or or give a shit about the kid. But at the same time, they could not give a fuck about your baby and there's never get a job. Terms, for mommy's baby, daddy's maybe. Ain't nobody fucking with the kids. And on top of that, too, a lot of us with the kid, with the time, with all that shit, we become what I call time bandits. That's when you get your girlfriends or you get your boy, your, your boys involved and they all get to saying the same thing. Man, if you don't stop fucking with that bitch, bruh, don't you see she wasting your time? But bruh, I've been dealing with her for two years now, bruh. I ain't trying to just not. Something got to shake. Yeah, something going to happen, bro. I, I mean, you know, we we working on things. 
Shit, she, she if I text her six school. times, she texts back that seventh time. All that old weak ass shit. Like she could. Yeah, she, you know, it, it, hey, in the past, she didn't answer none of my texts. I just had to show up at her door. All this old pushy ass shit. It's a lot of forced relationships happening behind that because you thinking that the potential is there. But I will tell you this, and this is for my females. I'm going to start on my females, then I'm going to work my way to the guys. I got a good base. Go ahead. Fake potential is if you got to use the word could. If you got to use the could or should, that shit is fake potential. Right. There you go. Go ahead. All right. So look, females, listen closely. Pull your chair up to the speaker. Open your ears. Hey, girl. Digest what Trilly about to lay on you, okay? If he picks you up, y'all go for drinks. Immediately after, y'all go fuck. He drop you off. You don't hear from him for a week. There is no potential for growth in that relationship, okay? If you only hear from him on your paydays, and y'all go and y'all kick it strictly on the payday. You give him some money. You may hear from him the day after that payday, but then you don't hear from him that much. There is zero potential in growth in that situation. If you get pregnant by that guy and you're going to the doctor by yourself and when you do the baby shower, he just shows up with that fucking Burberry shirt that he wore at his last bitch baby shower because you know he did because you already searched his profile on his whatever the fuck you seen the last baby shower you know he got another kid he show up he show his face he bite a piece of chicken he open a few gifts and then he run the fuck up out of there there is no potential in that relationship if y'all have spent six to seven months repeatedly just having sex and nothing else and all of a sudden Maybe on the eighth month, he started talking about you being his girl. It's because it's fucking cold outside and he may need somewhere to stay. And there is zero potential for growth in that situation. All right. Did y'all hear me? Was I clear? Okay. I got another one for y'all. Just because you have a cell phone plan. And you get him a phone on your cell phone plan. And you can see who's calling him. You look through the billing and things like that. And you see a, some, a lot of the same numbers. And you just so happen to call that number. And it's a female. And he tells you, well, we just cool. There is zero potential for growth in that situation. Now, let me talk to my fellas for a second. Fellas. If all she do is call you, y'all have 10 minutes of bullshit conversation, and then out of nowhere, she start talking about $40, there is zero potential for growth in that situation. If, if you sitting there with her and her phone is face down, but it keep fucking vibrating, and all of a sudden, she pretend like she got to run to the bathroom for whatever the fuck reason. And her phone go with her. Yes, that is a nigga. It might even be one of your niggas. And there is zero potential for growth in that situation. I could list many, many more. 
But the bottom line is this. We all look for signs in everything, right? We always talking about, oh, God, give me a sign. And when God show you signs, you say, God, show me another sign. You get another sign. You say, damn, God, show me a third one. Then I know it's real. He show you five more signs. You say, you know what? Maybe that was just a bad fucking day. Stop doing that to yourselves. All y'all doing is chasing a lot of fake ass potential that's going to lead you to nowhere but to a river of heartbreak and to you being around your girlfriends and they pissed at you like she's still harping on that broke ass nigga and she's still this and and you got the niggas talking about, man, he's still talking about that punk ass bitch. I seen her out the other night, man. My one nigga got a, a film with her. He got her in the Boston Frasier. He fucking the shit out that bitch. And he's still talking about, but but she cool. We vibe. Y'all don't vibe, nigga. Ain't no vibe there. Stop looking for fake potential, y'all. This is the man. Man's got something real quick to say about, you know, real relationships. When you, uh, when you are in a real relationship, you know, and like you're, what what's true is the communication that you have, right? And if you're in a space and you can have a conversation and nobody else exists, that's where the real growth comes in a relationship. And it, when you want to have a trajectory in a relationship, you have to you have to keep putting that effort in. If it's not there. You kind of already know, right? When when y'all chilling and y'all just not really connecting, if it's just fucking, it's just fucking. That's it. That's all yeah. I got. I'm drunk. Yeah, he drunk. Yeah. But he t- your drunk niggas speak a lot of common sense. Trajectory. Uh, um, I love the word trajectory. A lot of you all don't even use that word when y'all talk about y'all relationships. All I think about when somebody says trajectory is just like somebody just coming somewhere super far i don't give a fuck that's what i think of what like, you why do you say trajectory all you can think about is that big huge uh the black dude that, that was a porn star lexington steel right oh, <laughs> all wow. i can think about is that tra- <laughs> that's yeah. all i can think about the trajectory of come when like, somebody what? says that i'm like why do you use that word no, I'm talking about where you start. I know, but I just, every time I hear that word. But that's real, though. That's real as fuck. Like, if you can't sit down and vibe with somebody, and then the world just kind of disappears and it's just y'all, that's where the true growth starts at. When when I don't want shit from you but you, and you don't want shit from me but me, and we just sitting there and we just talking, and we could be conversing about some bullshit. See, that's where I come from. That's why Trilly is a married man right now is because... Trilly found somebody that he could sit and talk about fucking yarn with. No value to the conversation whatsoever, but it still was engaging because I was really into the person as she was into me. So we had no choice but we were an elevator in the basement. We had nowhere to go but up. There was no hidden uh, agendas, nothing like that. Of course I wanted some ass. Of course I know I had to go through the trials and tribulations of conversation to get the ass but once I sat down with the person and then it was like okay I still want that ass but I like her and the more you talk to her you didn't forget about that ass because she had to get up and go fix you a grilled cheese sandwich and get you a drink (laughs) or something you saw that ass like damn this ass gonna be even better because you know what I got to know the person that got that ass so now there's growth going on there yeah it sounds shallow 
but it always heads somewhere real really really fast but it's based on how you looking at that person a lot of us now are looking at people from a very shallow standpoint and they can't figure out why the shit ain't going anywhere they can't figure out why are we still stuck here or why do i talk to this person for six months stop talking to him for damn near a year and then i show back up talking to him again and it's the same shit and then y'all sit there and y'all try to misconstrue the way y'all connect with one another as yeah man i don't know it's just something about her bro every time you know we link we be cool the problem is, is that y'all can't get past those steps. Once it get to where it's supposed to be real, shit fizzle out. Why? Because y'all whole shit is based on something shallow. You either like how good the ass is. She might like how good the dick is. She might like your house. Shit, she, you might think she look good and she's a good kicker. You know, everything ain't always physical. But so are those things... But are those things potential? Like, a lot of people feel that those things that you listed... Our potential. Do you think that those are potential or those are fake potential or unrealistic I'm going to call it fake, a mixture of fake and unrealistic. I'm calling it that because that's one of the biggest problems with people is that when you, when you have to look for somebody else that's successful or you have to look at somebody else for what they have, that means that you're looking at them you know, to kind of compensate for things that you don't have within yourself. When you love you, you have no problem finding somebody else that's interesting and it ain't just about what they have. But you got to love you first. You kind of got to have a relationship with yourself before you can even have a relationship with anybody else. And therefore, you won't be always looking for some shallow shit all the time. You always, people always trying to overcompensate for what they don't have in a counterpart. My man got money. You saying that because you a broke bitch. <laughs> That's what it be most of the time. Man, well, well, shit, at least he got money. At least he got this, at least he got that. Only thing you're saying is that everybody you fuck been broke and you're still broke yourself. And you finally found somebody with a couple dollars. He's sitting there saying, man, she a bad bitch. What you saying is that you an ugly nigga and you feel lucky to have this bad bitch. You don't love you. So you looking for looks to compensate for what you quote unquote don't have. I could be wrong on that, but that's just what I've been seeing over the years. You're not wrong. This is the man's one more time and I'm gonna be done. Is what I've seen and actually what I've experienced in the past too is, you know, people being in love not with the person, but with the thought of that person. And that's where that fake potential comes in that we all talking about. It's not it's not the person themselves. It, it, you could be a blank face, but if you are in a certain position or if you are a certain status, it's more so being in love with that thought of what the relationship is rather than the person themselves. You're just filling in a blank with with a human being for for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Space placers. That makes sense. Are you referencing like people looking to put people because they want to get married? Is that specifically what you're referencing? Some people do things like where they say, hey, I want to get married. It don't even fucking matter who, right? It, it's just be, you got a job, you got a pulse. Cool. Um, I'm going to keep on rolling. I'm going to fuck you for six months. And then after that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hound you about getting married because we, I done gave you the pussy for six months. You owe me a ring. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going to K's and keep taking selfies with rings and shit and send them to you because that's my hint. You know that kind of shit. So, right. you know, 
how come you ain't take me ring shopping yet all that kind of bullshit right. and that that occurs but that's the thought of you know an actual relationship where a guy shouldn't even be you shouldn't even come to somebody with that you shouldn't be buying your own ring if you a chick you shouldn't be you know taking somebody ring shopping that person should come to you or come to your family and say hey this is somebody that I want to be with and all that stuff or not it shouldn't even matter about that unless you're going to propose to him yeah, then I yeah, then I mean, which is some bitch ass, which is some bitch ass shit. I don't agree with that at all. The whole women getting on the knee, proposing to the man, shit. To me, that's just that's the thirstiest shit on earth. Well, here here's my thing on that is that we're a little bit going off, but here's my thing on that. If we as a society are talking about how everything is equal and no matter what status or whatever, then to me, if we are all that damn progressive, then I have no judgment for that. But if we're talking about people should have traditional, and when we talk about traditional, nobody really wants to sit down and say like what traditional is. We, I feel like our society picks and chooses what traditional values they, they seem to want to give a fuck about. No, if, if, if we all want to be progressive, we don't give a fuck we want to have all these things be the same no matter what situation it is then if a bitch want to get on her knee and ask that motherfucker and put the diamond on that motherfucker then so be it bitch it ain't my money That's I, don't, cool. I don't care it's, it doesn't make him a bitch because we not calling other people bitches for wearing purses and everything else oh, I <laughs> around will. this motherfucker really will but listen <laughs> this is what i'm saying but how is how does that how does that make that person no, no this is this, i don't understand let me just tell you the mindset that i come from if you call me into a room to kill a fucking spider, let me be a man on the day that I want to help change both our lives and situations as well. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm a sucker for tradition. I'm not saying that a woman can't propose to a man if that's what she wants to do. But then I agree with you. Don't be calling that motherfucker don't, in there to kill those no spiders. Don't be calling that nigga in there to plunge that toilet. <laughs> no, I agree. When it's overflowing, I, I agree. But because you want to take a knee and shit, your Colin Kaepernick with a wedding ring face ass. Like no. Nah. <laughs> If you can't sit there and say, my man's a man, but you propose to him, and he's standing there like a little bitch with his hand on his chest like, oh my God, really? Like, I'm looking at all these little IG posts and all this shit. You got the girl down on the knee, talking about some, will you ruin me? And he's sitting there with his hand on his chest like, yes. Like, if you don't get your soft ass out of here, I'm yanking. Listen. If you equal, you equal. That's fine. Let me tell you, if I even get a hint. That my girl is even think, cause somebody gonna mention it to me. If I even get a hint that my girl trying to propose to me, we gonna be proposing to one another like a motherfucker. B- baby, get off that knee and put this motherfucker on. Oh my God, you see what he just did? Yeah, he. That be some player shit though, real yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the somebody type of gonna shit. steal it. If one of you motherfuckers so, steal it, you better shout out unapologetic advice podcast. I'm getting down with your ass. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm about to, listen, I'm going to do something even iller. She going to get down on her knee, and then I'm one of my friends going to get up, and he going to start singing the national anthem, and I'm going to take a knee with her ass like, uh-uh, baby. Uh-uh. You ain't right. I'm with you. We together. We both love each other. We both in this thing for the long haul. No, put that cheap ass ring away. I got something better. I've been looking at the motherfucking catalog she's been leaving out on the table. You smart. You very smart. She gonna start crying, and the river gonna flow down her thigh, and he gonna have that bitch. Well, with, she is his. With that being said, I think <laughs> it's a good opportunity to talk about investments. Yes. And that 
my man said, you know, I gave you, you know, the type of conversation that some people have is like, I gave you so much time, I deserve. And they feel that they deserve because they feel like whatever amount of time they felt that that was an investment. And to me, my advice is this, an investment isn't a, a piece of time, but the quality of what you actually build together. And to me, that is also essential in potential. Essential in potential, that's cute. Nice. That's essential in potential because if you are taking the time to really know someone, and when I say know someone, it's not about, oh, their favorite food's this, or oh, their favorite color's that, like, fuck all that shit. Like, I should be able to tell somebody what you're like in a way that they would not know that you're like that. Not saying like you're in the BDSM, like you obviously don't disclose no shit like that. But, you know, you, you may really give a fuck about some shit that somebody would never really know. And then you could describe the person you care about in that way. To me, if you can't get to that point where you really know a deeper level of them, then there is no potential because you're not there for the right reasons because you're investing in in physical time and not the quality of time with the person. Right. If that makes sense. And some of y'all might hate what I'm about to say on this end, but sometimes you're investing into an investment that don't really belong to you. I ain't even know investment is a foreclosure sometimes. No, when I'm, when I'm <laughs> no, no, hear me out, hear me out. We all scream this, we love these people, right? All this unconditional love. Unconditional love is realizing that you're building your mate up for her next mate. You're bettering her for her next situation. Because the whole thing is this. We supposed to better one another, right? And we always scream. And with vows, they say for better or for worse, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I, I can speak, I can speak uh, on this personally. Every situation I've been in has prepared me even more so for my wife. That might suck for some of the women I've dated in the past. But it's just a realization that it will have to come to. I'm a better person coming out of that situation. Now, I can love you enough to say, you know what? I love you. It's obvious that you love me, but we don't love each other in the same way to where that we can lock this thing in. But I'm not going to look at this thing as a total loss. Just like with any investment. Every investment is not going to be a grand payoff. Sometimes that investment is training you to think even smarter in your next investment. Sometimes there's wins and losses. People don't want to see it that way, but that's how it is sometimes. For some people, a, a good example would be like when you trade your car in. Sometimes you got to take that negative equity on a car. Now, keep in mind, you might be taking negative equity on a car to upgrade to this other car that later on you can refinance for a lower rate. That is the goal in mind. Like, yeah, shit, I got to add on this extra thousand or whatever it is on my fucking, my fucking long-term car note. But you actually might not have to from that perspective. Like, you got to think about the long game and what you're doing to get to be able to refinance that. Because right now your credit might be fucked up. But in two years, you just got this brand new job making double the money you made before where your shit was fucked up. Now you're making double. You're able to pay it off quicker, get your credit up, refinance that bitch and get it even lower. It, that's a good example. Right. Cause what I mean, cause but that also falls back, cause you cannot find potential in others until you find the potential in yourself. 
You have to love you before anybody else can love you. And in loving you is being able to look at a person. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you another example. Me and my wife just talked about this. I broke up with my wife um, when we were dating. I broke up with her because at that point in time, I loved her. But she wasn't what I needed at the time. That's a hard-ass pill to swallow. So she was potential. She had great potential, but her potential wasn't where I needed to be at the time. Now, some people could say I'm being selfish, but at the same time, at the time, I was like, I had to do what was best for me. Because I know if I'd have stayed in that situation at that time, I would have been a cheating ass. Because I wasn't getting that fulfillment that I needed from my counterpart. And when we split up, I went off. I had to kind of find me a little bit. I had to do a, a, a lot of different things. She had to do a few different things. But when we linked back up and had a conversation, it was different. We was moving different. We understood one another a lot better than what we did at that point in time. So we appreciated each other, what we both brought to the table. We both already saw the potential in one another. But sometimes you got to walk away from investment and then come back to that investment when you see that you are in a better mindset to invest into it. A lot of us are not even ready for the relationships that we chasing. Because you got to give up so much of yourself in order to seek fulfillment on both ends. It's so much you have to give. It's work. A lot of us don't want to work. A lot of us want that surface deep shit. Everybody want couple goals. Oh, that's that's a oh, that's a couple goal. They holding hands at the park. Goals like nigga. They Actually, that was, I had a, a friend ask like had put an Instagram post and she was like, I'm just still trying to understand why Jada and Wool are are couples goals. Like, what do y'all mean by that? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how they're they're couples goals. And I said, well. Cause she was like, there's a lot of hurt and a lot of the stuff that they're talking about and, and a lot of these relationships, everybody's screaming couples goals. And I was thinking like, you know what? I, I get where she's coming from, but I had responded to her and I said, well, I think the reason why people say goals is because it's just, there's a certain thing, there's certain things that people think that they want. And a lot of times it's the fact that they're just together. And a lot of people haven't even seen someone be together. And I know on a previous show, we talked about like families being together and seeing a dynamic like that. So imagine you ain't seen nobody be together and now you see these couples owning shit and, and you know, stuff like that. So I think that's why they do that and, and think that that's goals, which I, I found that interesting. She was just like, I don't understand that there's a lot of hurt. True, but Okay, so this is the man's one last time. <laughs> Drunk ass. But she said about being together, and that makes sense on the surface. There's a difference between being together and being forever. Those are two different things. And you can love someone to the point where it doesn't matter where they go in life, who they're with, anything like that. You always wish them the best, and you always love them. And that's that's gone behind, you know. Beyond, you got two, di you got different layers of love. You got the friendship layer, you have the romantic layer, you got the familiar layer, and then you got like the soulmate layer. And once you get to that point where you know what, I love you enough to let you go, and still be connected to you forever, and wish somebody the best. That's that's probably where everybody's saying the couple goal is for 
Will and Jada, where you can be happy for somebody. You can, but you you know that you know hey, we might be we we might not be compatible physically anymore. We might not be compatible in other ways. You spending that time with somebody else, we both know that that's just passing time. Like that's not the fulfillment will never be as deep as the soulmate layer. So you know from that point i understand where where somebody might be saying hey that's a that's a couple go and for them that is because for for however long they're on this earth and probably beyond that they will always have a connection no matter who they're with which is probably what they're dealing with right now man let me tell you about will and jay i don't know if you all are familiar with the red table talk show that uh jada has um they had a dope-ass two-part episode with her and Will, right? Yeah, that's what they were referencing. That shit was dope, though, because if you really sit down and break down all of the stuff they were saying, they totally removed their marriage and replaced it with something totally different that made them even more compatible for one another. Because the problem that they had was that Will, like, he was doing a lot of shit for her that was dope and exciting to him she like i don't give a fuck about none of this shit. yeah she wanted like a farm or some shit like yeah, that she was living on a farm and he made her leave her farm and come live with him in la and she never went back to that farm she wanted simple pleasures he wanted the hollywood pleasures so they were on they were operating on two different playing fields while he was red hot in hollywood she was at home taking care of kids living a simple life trying to you know what I'm saying? She throwing, he want to throw her birthday parties with Mary J. Blige singing and all the hottest of the hot there attending the party. And, you know, he was creating this whole false idealistic, you know, thing of what he felt his marriage should look like. And she like, I don't want none of this shit. I'm so unhappy. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, anybody else probably would have broke up and folded. They probably would have been out of there. But he was so determined to work through that shit because he loved that woman. She was so determined to stay the course because she loved that man. She just didn't like the trappings of success that he was trying to force on her. I thought that was dope. To me, they are the ultimate couple goals because they finally figured it out. See, and that's the whole thing. And that's another thing, too, about the potential in, in the person. When you looking at a person, you really got to love the crust of a motherfucker when you searching for that potential. You got to look, if you got a motherfucker that's dirty and fart all the time and do a lot of nasty ass shit, you got to be like, you know what? I love that about him. I don't like it, but I do love that about him because he real and he don't fake for me and he's whatever. And I could see him being somebody I could be with. Because potential ain't because he got a certain car. Potential ain't because he dresses a certain way. Potential ain't because how much money he got. Because I know some pussy ass niggas with a lot of money. That shit don't be meaning nothing. I know niggas with a lot of nice ass cars. They still bitch ass niggas I could slap and probably take the keys out of their hands. Mm. None of that matters. What matters is character and what they want to get out of life with that person. So you all looking at goals, y'all look at, I look at people looking at simple ass shit, like that's goals. And I'm like, damn, who been beating your ass? If that's, if that's goals, somebody done fucked your ass up, cause this shit ain't about nothing. 
You know what I mean? Like the shit that people praise, I be like, damn, all they did was hug. They don't be knowing, they don't be knowing a whole lot else. Not even a professional picture. Somebody had an iPhone and just take this picture of me and this bitch. You don't even know what the conversation was. Yeah, I'm about to smile. Bitch, you better smile. I'm going to beat your ass. And y'all smiling. And then somebody look at that tomorrow. Some goes. Girl, he he got, he went to Taco Bell and got her some food uh, at night. He went up to Cantina. And he replaced the meat with beans because he know that she don't like that nasty ass horse meat they serve at Taco Bell goals end of the day what they missed out on is the fact that his side bitch work at cantina taco bell mm. he was really going to see that bitch mm. he fucked the bitch and mm. then as a cancellation prize he bought his main bitch food back home so she wouldn't complain and probably got it free didn't even pay for it and mm-hmm. didn't pay for it and My didn't trip. run after he did it hell no mm. <laughs> well with that being said i think this is because this is this is a snip episode this is part, soul. but this is part this one. Is part one. This is part come one back because there's it. a couple other topics um, within this that we'd like to touch on. But right now, we're gonna wrap up part one of real potential versus fake potential. Snipper sold. Snipper sold. I am your co-host Gemini. What's going on? I feel like all of that was positive. All of, I think all of that it was, was positive. I, well, I will say this to close it out and get up out of here because we got places going, people to see. Uh, analyze these things that you've heard tonight. Look them over. Wake that nigga up or wake that bitch up that's laying next to you that didn't want to sit up and listen to the podcast with you if you chose to listen to it at a late hour. Ask them them questions that you don't want to ask them all the time. Make their ass extremely unfucking comfortable just to see them squirm and how they react to some of the things you're giving them. But make sure they're worthwhile questions that goes into depth about what you think the future for you two should be. That's what I'm going to leave you with on the part one of this episode. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have a whole lot to add to that. Just, you know, know what your goals really are. Because I don't think you can ask somebody what goals what their goals are if you ain't got no goals for yourself so with that being said i'm your oh wait a minute my man you just over here you drugged it up oh look over here fred sanford that's how you was walking i know right but you know for me to close it out because i i done talked in and out on this one because it's actually a very important thing because relationships are is like i said there are different layers of relationships and it doesn't even have to really be you know relationships like in a romantic sense so for for me i would challenge people to analyze their relationships period and figure out what is worthwhile because sometimes even the relationships that you think that you may have which are work relationships family relationships and even romantic relationships are actually poisoning you versus helping to enrich you so sometimes you might have to wake up to your mom or to your dad or to your uncle that you might have that poison relationship with and actually ask those questions that truly talked about about future which make people uncomfortable how do we grow together as a family or how do we grow together as a couple and sometimes people don't know but 
take that time with each other and be open to to trying to figure it out together. That's all I got. As you see, walk away. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to add anything else? There's only two. Any ghosts in the house want to add some? All right. Thank y'all. This has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice. Gemini is going to try to close this bitch out one more time. I'm your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this has been a episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Hit us up. Snipposode. At unapollopod at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you going to walk by. You over here. Wait a minute. You talking about all this relationship shit. Who's that big-headed ass bitch you had come over here after the studio the one day? Who's that hoe? Huh? Oh, we got nigga now. After the studio. All right. Come on, bro. Hope that bitch got potential. She don't.